So today we're going to be talking about the video game Hunt Showdown, which is by Crytek. It's a player versus player versus environment kind of, I don't want to say looter shooter. It's like an extraction shooter. I actually don't play video games that much anymore. I used to play them all the time. And when I do play them, it's usually older stuff like shooters and, um, you know, like Deus Ex and the, the self genre. And so I really don't get into multiplayer games that much. And so I was actually shocked that I find myself coming back to this game over and over again. It's, it's been out since 2018 and probably every one or two years, I'll just go through a, a kit where I'll get addicted to it and play it for hours a day. And, you know, there, there aren't many games like that and there aren't many multiplayer games like that. And so I think there's something very special here. So the game is set in a bayou. I think it's supposed to be Louisiana, though. Um, there is a story. I don't know anything about the story. And for, for a multiplayer game, I'm not sure how important the story actually is. There's been some kind of viral demonic outbreak in the swamp. And you are some kind of condemned person who has to go in and fight a boss monster to extract a bounty. And while you're doing this, there are other players who are also, you know, condemned people. Presumably they committed some kind of horrible crime and uh, trying to kill you and get the bounty from you. And it's a really, really addictive game play loop, and I have nothing but good things to say about it. And I think that at the core of its appeal is kind of the home alone effect. And you really don't see that a lot in games. And, and what I mean by the home alone effect is that it's a game that really rewards you for experimenting and kind of coming up with a plan. So there are, I want to say, there's got to be like 40 different guns at this point. And, um, you know, there are a lot of variants of the guns. So like there will be a revolver, but there's also going to be a version of the revolver with a stock and there will be a snub nose version of the revolver and that sort of thing. And they all handle noticeably differently. And so uh, at a certain point, it's not like uh, Call of Duty Warzone or some of those other multiplayer games where there's so much customization but there's like the meta and you will go toward, you'll inevitably get like the ridiculous custom AR with like a, you know, 10 round magazine and a, a 40 foot long barrel. You're actually like really do have to play around to find the right combination because every single combination you try will be good in some ways, but it won't be quite adequate in other ways. And there's never going to be a good all rounder combo. And also... There are so many different ways to go about, you know, completing this pretty basic mission that different guys are going to be good for different situations. So again, like it's like kind of the perfect balance situation where they just throw so much random shit at you. It's like Fallout 3, where it's like so unbalanced that it becomes balanced again. So you had this huge arsenal of weapons and the weapons, um, and this is a huge problem for video games. They all feel very weighty, like the sound in this game is noticeably good. But I think just the nature of many of the weapons, it's set in, I think, from the early 1900s. And so most guns are still like single action revolvers. And there are a few more uh, modern weapons, like there's like the Mauser broom handle pistol and like an early semi-auto shotgun. But all those uh, have such significant drawbacks that, you know, even when you unlock them, like it's kind of uncool to unlock like the modern gun. Um, but they're not like super weapons and you can still just get totally rolled by someone with a uh, single shot, you know, 12 gauge shotgun. So you have all those weapons and the weapons feel great. But also, and this is, you're again, the home alone effect. 
you're really encouraged to kind of interact with the space you're around, you know, see dilapidated plantations and, you know, slaughterhouses and things like that. And there are traps everywhere. There are doors that you can barricade and that's randomized every level. And in a lot of situations in the game, you're going to be stuck in one place for one time. And that can be like really annoying, right? Like that sounds like a terrible game. You just sit around and wait for someone else to kill you. But when you actually have the opportunity to kind of come up with a plan and think through like, okay, they'll come through this door. I'll put a, a bear trap in front of that, but they might see the bear trap. So they'll go around to this other door and I'll be pointing my gun at that door. And uh, when they go through there, then I can get them. Or, um, and this is again, just great design in general. There are so many traps that you have, like uh, there's the, I don't work trip mine, which will set up a flare if someone steps over it. But you can set that up next to an explosive barrel. And so when they step over it, those blow up. And um, there are all sorts of like weird kind of fun things that are all, all seem kind of clever to do situated around the maps. And, and the maps are saturated with them. So you're really encouraged to use them. And so at every moment you're playing this game, you're thinking about, well, how can I use this environment to my advantage? And the environments really do change a lot. So you're set in a bayou. You have to move across water all the time. You're going to be slower when you move across water. And so you can, you know, if you're smart, you can set up ambushes while someone's crossing a river. And yeah, it's, it's very satisfying to come up with that kind of mini plan and see it pay off. And uh, in Hunt Showdown, that's something you're going to be doing constantly. And adding to the value of planning is the fact that time to kill for most of the guns is pretty slow, right? Like you're, you know, pretty like tanky guy and you can usually get shot two or three times before you go down. And, you know, two or three times doesn't seem like a lot, but when you have to like fire and then manually retalk your gun every single time, like it, it, it takes a while and the shootouts end up having a lot of weight to them. And so when you finally kill someone, it feels great. And when you finally kill two or three people when you're outnumbered, it feels incredible. Like it feels like you're a mastermind. And I don't know, it's, it's a very like dopamine rush moment where you get to drop on someone, you have only have a double barrel shotgun. And I will say the double barrel shotgun in this game is, is probably the be one of the best weapons to use consistently uh, if you're going up against players. But you like empty one barrel into to one, to one guy and kill him immediately. The other guy's going to detect you instantly and start firing. You wound him with it and then you pull out your revolver and then you start fanning. Um, you know, you do the, the fanning like in the old Westerns where you... Uh, you know, fire really quickly um, at, from the hip. Um, you know, there are just so many kind of deep gameplay elements of this. You can upgrade your character. Like, you know, you have permadeath for your character. So again, everything has a lot of weight. If you fuck up, like you're not getting your character back. But if you successfully complete missions or objectives, you can add certain abilities. Fanning is one of them that allows you to fire the revolver very quickly. And they're always kind of introducing solutions to your problems, right? Like fanning, you know, you have a single action revolver. It fires really slowly. Hey, did you give the ability to fire it very fast? But it's always going to be a kind of half solution, right? Where it's, it's so inaccurate that it's, it's not really useful outside of very desperate situations. That said, in a game like Hunt Shadown, you're often in very desperate situations. So you're going to get a massive dopamine rush if you blow someone away and then quickly switch to your revolver and just spray and, and do a lucky hit. 
Just because you have so much stake and personal investment in it, it's easy to kind of personalize it, right? Like, you know, it feels good to like sneak up on someone and ambush them. It's like, fuck you about, you feel like you've actually outsmarted someone when you kill someone. Or if someone ambushes you, like you feel like slighted, like they like they tried to fuck you over, but you got the best of them. And so again, like this, this is a game that is full of like the little touches that make things that are, are pretty basic in other games, you know, getting a kill. Um, if you get like 50 kills in it, some Call of Duty match, that actually feels incredible in Hunt Showdown. Like getting a double kill, you, 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 it's like you'll make your day. And again, like it's this sense of experimentation and, and the fact that like people can actually play around with the world. It's kind of ever present. So, you know, I, I just played a match where I'm, uh, supposed to basically stay in one spot. It's a mode called Soul Survivor, which is like just five minute matches. Typically the matches can run 20 to 30 minutes, but there's a special move called Soul Survivor where um, it's like kind of a battle royale thing. Anyway, I'm holed up in a building and because you had all these like heavy caliber weapons, like the rifles and things like that, and most of the buildings are just made out of wood, our bullets can penetrate them pretty easily. And so I'm holed up in a building and I, I look out the window briefly and I hear someone shooting at me and I can't quite see where they're shooting at me from yet, though I know that they're doing it because I can, you know, hear the, the rounds impacting the building. And I finally get a B on him and I fire, um, like fire at him. I don't hit anything. He hits me and so I duck for cover. And then as I'm ducking for cover, I hear four or five rounds impacting the building and I know that he's trying to shoot me through the wall. And like, that's kind of fun, right? Like that's, that's like, he, he's experimenting too. You're, you get in kind of deep crazy stuff and the enemies, they're all doing crazy stuff as well, right? Like it's, it's some of the ambushes that people have pulled on me are just like nuts, right? Like, you know, they'll like know that I'll see a, a trap on the ground and then they'll like jump down with a sledgehammer and beat me to death. And that's like Sith. Like you're, you know, you can be, um, you can only be so upset when someone kills you in a really cool way or someone like like actually gets the drop on you. It never really feels cheap, even when you die instantly. Like you, you know that you did something wrong. And speaking of knowing that you did something wrong, I just wanted to take a minute to apologize to all the free subscribers. I know that I, I had very harsh words for you last episode. I can often get a little bit animated. You know, it's, this is ultimately just like a character. I don't, I don't really mean what I say. And I just want to say how sincerely grateful I am for all free subscribers. I know you've listened up to this point, even though I said that the, uh, the episode was going to be paid exclusive, but I just want to know that, that you're welcome here and I'm, I'm glad to have you. And I, I'm sorry that I've said some really unkind things. So, you know, it's, it's never good to say unkind things. I think uh, negative feelings are very contagious. So uh, I apologize guys. Then that was complete bullshit. Free subscribers, we fell for it again, you fucking idiots. Um, you're all deadbeats. What are you doing listening this far into the episode? You know it's going to be pay exclusive, man. The episode's over here. Get a fucking job. Okay, it's $5 a month. The button is right below. Upgrade to paid subscription. There's really, there's really no excuses for you. And uh, when I see you in real life, you're going to have no excuses either. So uh, I'll be seeing you real soon, you stupid asshole. Bye.